the great Bodhisattva Shantideva, who I quoted earlier. Uh, this is from him. He said, just, just as I now protect myself from even the slightest unpleasant thing. It's true, isn't it? Even like a slight unpleasant smell, like not, not, doesn't feel quite right here. You know, we're, we're always adjusting even small things, right? Because we value our comfort. <laughs> so Shantideva says in the same way, we, we learn to think, just as I now protect myself from the slightest unpleasant thing, so too will I always act towards others with a compassionate and caring mind. So when we meditate on these, and we try to practice like this, remember these, kind, these ways of thinking in daily life, we are improving our love and compassion. We're also improving our wisdom, but directly we're improving our love and compassion. And because that means that we're becoming more and more concerned for others' welfare. So because of that, we're naturally uh, reducing our feelings of self-importance. And therefore, we are finding some freedom from worries and anxieties that we previously had. But also, we are increasing in our inner strength, our capacity to help others to be free from their fears. So it looks like as, as we're improving our love and compassion, it's reducing that excessive self-concern that makes us so vulnerable to worry, anxiety, fears, and so forth, where we're finding an inner strength through our virtuous minds, which are peaceful minds, but they're powerful minds of love and compassion. Okay. So that inner strength, we, we, we've, we have a wish and a growing ability to give others peace, to help them be free from their fears and so forth. You know. So it looks like now, uh, through improving our love and compassion, we're becoming more and more like the great bodhisattvas who have become completely fearless through their realizations of compassion and wisdom. So we can, we can improve both our compassion, com compassion and love are very similar. So for example, love wishes for others to experience happiness, pure happiness. And compassion wishes for others to be free from suffering. It's like two sides of the same coin, you know. So when, when, we, when we have wishing love, we are wishing others to experience pure happiness, the pure happiness of lasting inner peace. And we are naturally, because others can't experience happiness for as long as they're suffering, so we naturally have a wish to release them from suffering, to protect them. That's our compassion. So from one point of view, it looks like two minds, but it's like almost like one mind, two, two, two sides of the same coin. 
So when I say improve our compassion and wisdom, love is included, of course. Okay, so we can improve our love, uh, our compassion and wisdom by engaging in the practice of transforming adversity into the path. Okay, so we just took a little detour there. Now we're back to transforming adversity into the path. Now we need to know what that means. Um, this is a profound spiritual practice. Path, path in this context means inner spiritual path or spiritual realizations that lead to deeper and deeper states of inner peace and happiness, ultimately to the supreme inner peace of enlightenment. This is the final destination of the spiritual path. Okay, so transforming adversity into the path. Path means spiritual path. 